is going on all you wonderful a plusers out there it is i Stuart here once again with another review this time of course i'm going to be talking about that 90 show which is the sequel spin-off of that 70 show one of my all-time favorite sitcoms ever and uh, ever since the show was announced i have just been absolutely stoked and excited to see uh you know where some of the characters that we loved from the original show are now uh I'm, i was really excited to get introduced to some of these new characters and then just you know that have that overall feel of the 90s you know like which personally for me I didn't spend that much time in like I was born in 95 so you know maybe five years of my life in the 90s and uh I can't really quite say that I remember it that well uh, I remember the cartoons I grew up with in the 90s for sure but uh, when it comes to 90s culture uh you know that stuff is all a blur you know um man I I, I can't say why but uh I just feel like something is missing right now I feel like I just I shouldn't be reviewing the show the way I am, and I can't quite figure out what it is that's missing. Um, give me one minute, guys. I'll be right back, and then I'll have a solid review for you guys ready to go. Okay, now I feel ready to talk about the show. Uh, so, like, that 90 show is a uh, spinoff, like I said, of that 70 show taking place 20 years after the ending of that 70 show, or not necessarily 20 years, really, more like uh, 15 years, because, like, you know, that 70 show ended with it being 1980, um, which, of course, there was that spinoff show, that 80 show, which I saw the first episode of, and it was so terrible, I never bothered watching anything past that, uh, but, you know... We got that 90 show, which takes place in 1995, the year I was born. So that's uh, it's pretty rad, you, you know? That's pretty rad. Uh, so this show focuses on uh, Eric and Donna's new kid, Leia, who is the new protagonist of the show. Of course, Red and Kitty are the only uh, cast members from the previous seasons, um, from the previous show, I should say, that have returned as series regulars whereas a lot of the other characters while they're in this uh, spin-off show um they're really there for kind of just either cameo appearances or one-off episodes uh most of them are there you know they they usually give them something really funny to do but they also don't usually take up too much screen time you know because of course we want to get to know our new cast members better um and usually there's a good balance of the two usually we don't have them relying too much on the legacy character characters um there are however some exceptions i think because uh episode three in particular i remember um that was an episode that i uh couldn't really get behind fully uh i thought elements of it were pretty good but i thought like for the most part the subplot that involved leia trying to have her first kiss was just so terribly written it felt like something out of like a uh, nickelodeon sitcom and not in a good way uh and Unfortunately, in that episode, the best side plot revolved around Fez, and I, I ended up being way more invested in his storyline than I ended up being in Leia's storyline. So, you know, times like that is one of the few exceptions where I feel like the le legacy characters get a little too much shine, but I feel like that's more in whoever wrote the side plot of the episode, or I guess the main plot of the episode, because uh, I feel like if that plot was better written, that then they could have had both side plots going on, and it would have been just fine. Um, I keep saying side plots, but what I really mean are A and B plots, like you get in every sitcom. Uh, but that said, so Leia's not the only new character that we get in this. So we get like a full new cast of characters and 
a lot of people who have been reviewing the show keep saying that each character is like really just a stand-in for another character that was in that 70s show and that's true to an extent but I don't want people like assuming that means every character that we see is a carbon copy of the characters that came before them they are definitely their own character while they have aspects of characters from that 70s show uh, within this new uh, spin-off show I definitely wouldn't say that they are a straight-up ripoff or anything like that um, so for example you have Leia's best friend Gwen who now lives where Donna used to live and she's kind of like an obvious stand-in for Hyde but she is also very different from Hyde so um even though kind of like the elements are there to kind of like show like similarities between the two of them uh she's definitely like her own original character and uh therefore yeah you know it never felt like they were just straight up ripping it off uh you also have her brother uh who is very similar to uh kelso but if kelso was a jock you then have his best friend jay who is actually the son of kelso and jackie so those who didn't like the fact that jackie and fez ended up together in that 70s show are going to be happy to know that jay uh, or that jackie and uh kelso got back together and had a kid named uh jay and uh you know again kind of like he i wouldn't even really say he feels like uh, another like it almost feels like they took like uh kelso's character uh combined combined kelso with jackie and then divided them in two and then you got jay which is literally what happens you know because that's where kids come from uh so what i'm trying to say is that jay is actually a really kind of he really does feel like the son of jackie and kelso uh and i think that the way they wrote his character was pretty well done and then uh we also have uh the girlfriend of uh the brother <laughs> of uh gwen yeah sorry I'm, i couldn't i should have probably had the names written down somewhere but i didn't and uh i don't know why but there just seems to be some cloud of smoke or something clouding my uh memory about the names but yeah specifically the couple in the show are the names that i totally forget so i apologize uh but then we get my favorite new character in the show ozzy who is uh definitely like the stand-in for fez but he also has the sarcasm of eric and i think that's just such a great combo um very much a person that likes to conceal a lot of their emotion uh, a lot of his emotions uh and i even love like one line he gives where he says i don't like talking about my emotions because then i have to hear it from other people what i love about his character is that he's almost like kind of full of himself but in a very self-aware kind of way like there it's obviously like an act and he wants people to an extent to know that it's an act but at the same time he does it he plays it really well and he never is like mean-spirited about it you know uh, Leia, on the other hand, you know, being the daughter of Eric and Donna, um, you would normally kind of expel, uh, ex expect like a balance of the two with her character, kind of similar to how you have with uh, uh, Michael Kelso and uh, Jackie with uh, the character Jay. However, um, I would definitely say there's a lot more Eric and Leia than there is Donna, but that's not to say that a little bits of Donna don't like appear here and there uh, within her character. Uh, I mean, for one thing, her falling for Kelso, I mean come on that's something that donna does like straight off in the show like uh i think like after she and eric break up in like what season four or five or something like that uh <laughs> i can't remember when specific episodes took place when it's been way too long uh but that being said yeah so we have these six characters uh most of them you know get into these situations that are very similar to the characters of that 70s show uh for example the very first episode ends up you know the, the characters end up with a keg of beer but 
they don't have a tap to open it. So very reminiscent of an episode where literally the exact same thing happened where uh, Eric and Donna happen to find a keg of beer in the road and they have themselves a kegger, but they don't have a tap to open the keg. Uh, you know, same exact thing. And I even love how in that episode they make a joke about it, how this is a struggle that their parents probably had back in the day, which is, you know, as, as we know, as that 70s show fans is very accurate. Uh, of course, I got to talk about Red and Kitty and how they are uh, the best, best parents in any sitcom ever. I will fight anyone to the death if they disagree with me on that. Uh, they are, you know, the same characters we got from that 70s show. Uh, may have learned two things in between seasons uh, or in between shows, I guess you could say, in between the two decades. Uh, but for the most part, the core aspects of their characters are intact. And... Um, they just steal the show most of the time. And it's not because the other characters aren't good. Like I said, I do really like our new characters. Um, it's just that Red and Kitty have been doing this for so long and they're just so comfortable in their characters while as the uh, new actors and, you know, even the writers to an extent are still trying to figure things out as they're going. Red and Kitty have the formula down and you know for and I'm not sure if any of the writers of that 70s show are working on, were working on that 90s show, but regardless of whether or not they worked on that 70s show, you can tell that these writers know Red and Kitty. And even if the writers don't, you can tell that the actors that play them really know the characters because they feel, like I said, they feel just like the exact same characters from that 70s show. Um, you know, and I was ready to nitpick at something like uh, for one of them to do something that would make me go, ooh, that seems very out of character for them. But no, they, they are the same characters from that 70s show. Just, you know, slightly more mature and seen if you will um and uh i the other thing i kind of want to talk about this before i wrap things up is uh even though i do like the show for the most part there are definitely a few drawbacks uh most of, most of it just comes from it being a uh, first season of a tv show so you always kind of have like uh you know the writers trying to find their footing same with the actors trying to really figure out like what their characters are and this is partially why I really hope the show gets renewed because I do think that there's a lot of room for growth, not just with the characters, but the actors playing them. And then of course the writing team as well. These are a group of characters that because they're younger than the characters were when they started in that 70s show, um, you know, there's the potential to see them grow even more than we had in that 70s show. And it's another reason why I really want to see the show continue because I really want to see these characters like kind of grow as time goes by and see, you know, how the characters grow along with the actors as well um the other nitpick i one nitpick i do have uh and I, I say nitpick but this bothered me a lot more than it probably should have a lot of the production when it comes to the sets were really bad not because they looked cheap or anything but because nothing really looked like it was in the 90s unless they were inside someone's house. Like, obviously, the interior of the basement, you know, very much felt 90s with the posters that were being hung up and things like that. The interior of the kids' rooms felt very 90s and all that kind of stuff. Uh, but then you get, like, scenes that take place at a mall. You get scenes that take place at a blockbuster. And it's impossible not to notice that the um, product placement in the background is the modern labels of those products. So, in other words, Sour Patch Kids, uh, the the uh, generic brand popcorn that they use, uh, M&M's, all those. Uh, it's literally the same, like, kind of... Uh, 
the the same like uh, logos and everything that you would see the same design basically that you would see if you were shopping for them today they don't bother there's just this weird laziness with the production where they don't try to make anything look like it's from the 90s um and you know i'm not trying to say that like you know i was expecting this to have a high huge budget or anything that every set design was going to have a huge attention to details but these things are very much in focus on the camera like the camera wants you to see these these things because they are like i said product placements and i don't know if this is because like maybe the uh products that they're advertising uh maybe they had a contract that they weren't allowed to change anything about the likeness of them like if it was something like that but if that's the case that's really really lame um and it's kind of like it it gets distracting after a while like let's just say that like it, it i know it shouldn't because it doesn't interfere with the writing of the show i still think the writing is just you know fine as it is um but it's really hard to immerse myself in the 90s when I'm looking at a box of M&Ms in the background and it looks exactly like the box of M&Ms that I could literally pick up down the street um, doing the same old thing I did last week. <laughs> uh, that line was not planned, but I'm glad it came up. But all that being said, so nitpicks aside, while this show does have a lot of growing room t- uh, to be had later on, I did find it very enjoyable and uh, I definitely recommend it to anyone who is a That 70s Show fan. And I have seen people, again, trying to compare this show to That 70s Show's like later seasons when the show really found its footing. But uh, keep in mind, uh, this show is only 10 episodes long, so it doesn't have as much time to really kind of like flesh out as characters like That 70s Show did for every season of That 70s Show being like 22 episodes. So they don't have as many episodes to flesh things out. And uh, there's still a little bit of growing pain there. But I think the potential is there. I really like our new cast of characters. And I'm really excited to see where they go in the future. And uh, like I said, if you like that 70s show, I'm pretty sure you're going to like that 90s show. Uh, But, you know, at the end of the day, guys, these are just my A-plus opinions. We here at A-plus opinions want to know what you guys think. So definitely let me know your thoughts of that 90s show in the comments below. And uh, don't forget to hit that like button, subscribe to our channel. But, of course, guys, above all, don't forget to keep it A-plus. And I will talk to you all later. Goodbye.